1: Podcasting to millions from WebmasterRadio.fm's world headquarters.
0: WebmasterRadio.fm proudly presents the longest running program on affiliate marketing. Welcome to Affiliate Buzz. Our hosts, James and Arlene Martell, are here to inspire, inform, and motivate
1: you with expert insight, interviews, and information that will increase your bottom line. Advance your affiliate marketing efforts every week on Affiliate Buzz. Now,
0: please welcome James and Arlene. Yes, it's James Martell here, and welcome to edition number 496 of the Affiliate Buzz, where we've been keeping affiliates inspired, informed, and motivated to succeed with affiliate programs since way back in 2003. If you're joining us live here today at webmasterradio.fm, it's great to have you with us. If you happen to be joining us on a podcast on your smartphone, tablet, computer, or Wi-Fi radio, a very special welcome to you as well. Arlene is away today, however, not to worry. I'm here with Joel Calm, host of the Bad Crypto Podcast, and today we're going to be talking about all things cryptocurrency and blockchain. We're going to ask Joel about cryptocurrency from the basics as to what it is, how to buy it, right through how to invest and make some serious uh, money with uh, this emerging trend. Now, Joel Kahn, To longtime listeners, knows Joel as an internet pioneer, New York Times best-selling author of 12 books, professional speaker, futurist, and influencer with more than 20 years of doing business online. More recently, he is a blockchain and cryptocurrency evangelist and creator of the Bad Cryptocurrency podcast with somewhere in the neighborhood of 400,000 downloads per month. The show was heard in 180-plus countries around the world and is one of the top crypto-related shows in the world. Now, Joel, welcome back to The Affiliate Buzz.
2: It's been a while, James, hasn't it? It's been a few years, I think.
0: Yeah, it has been a few years, and it's so good to hear your voice again.
2: Thanks. And, uh, I appreciate it. You've, you've been going at this thing since you know we had to walk barefoot through the snow to get our affiliate <laughs> link, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much true. Absolutely true. And uh, I understand you are in Denver, of course, and you've been there for quite some time. And I understand you just did a big downsizing or or a right sizing, as we sometimes call it.
2: Yeah, it was, it was a feels good sizing, you know, uh, I turned uh, 54 in May and I've been carrying around my collections and my crap and the things that, you know, you accumulate over a lifetime um, as I've, you know, gone from place to place. And when I moved into the last house I was in, it was a rental because I wasn't sure I wanted to you know, stick around there. And I said, you know what? All of this stuff that I'm carrying with me, I'm so over it. And uh, before I move, it's time to to get rid of some of it. Well, the owner of the house that I was leasing decided he wanted to sell it at the end of the lease. And I thought I would never go back to apartment living again. But combine that with a desire to liberate myself from things I got rid of. And I kid you not, more than 80% of my personal possession wow and uh, they're gone i don't miss them it felt great and and i have started over in a new location that i love and uh, and i highly recommend it there's there's just to me there's no point in continuing to accumulate and carry with me all this baggage
0: oh well, that's awesome that's awesome well congratulations on the big move it's good to ask you before we get into this what's your birth date
2: uh it's uh cinco de mayo which would be May 5th.
0: Ah, okay. Yeah. So so there's I know there's you're... a
2: big Mexican holiday every year, Cinco de Mayo. Okay. Is, no, uh, I'm very know.
0: familiar with that, just not so much the date. Yeah. And uh, I do know Matt, a good friend of the two of ours, uh, also up in your neck of the woods. Uh, he and I share a birthday on May 26th, so I just kind oh, of...
2: Oh, how cares. about that?
0: So there we go. All right, so let's jump into this whole world of cryptocurrency and blockchain. Why yes. don't you... Do, kick it off with explaining to us newbies exactly what it
2: is. Well cryptocurrency is is, is digital money, you know, in its simplest terms and and I don't mean like you know PayPal PayPal is a way to transact digitally with uh, you know with dollars or euro depending you know where you're at different currencies but cryptocurrencies are digital assets they uh, they are cryptographic in nature which means that the transactions are secure um, the uh, all, all transactions are verifiable on this thing called blockchain and there's all kinds of digital currencies Sees, but the one that is most popularly known, the oldest in the original is a one called Bitcoin.
0: And goodness knows we've heard a lot about them in the news over the last, uh, I guess a couple months ago, it kind of exploded onto the scene. I, I, I've been familiar with it, but all of a sudden it was all, all the rage. So, so right. what exactly happened there?
2: Well, a lot, of, a lot of hype is what happened. You know, the the news media kind of got hold of the the increases in uh, the value of Bitcoin, and the, the news cycle took over, in this huge feeding frenzy and buying frenzy. Um, and Bitcoin went from the price of thousand dollars for one Bitcoin on January first of two thousand seventeen to twenty thousand. Dollars, uh, you know, it, it rose up so fast that it was dangerous. How fast, you know, it's uh, it increased. But a lot of it was the media frenzy. Um, a lot of it has to do with the fact that the technology underpinning Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies is revolutionary and game-changing. And this. This is what I finally woke up to, James. Is that you know uh, you and I were there in the beginning of the web. You know, in 1995, I built my first website, and I remember back then the articles of people talking. You know, will people ever buy online? Is e-commerce here to stay? Um, And you know, 20 years later, it is part of the fabric of our daily existence. Um, You know, the the generation that's been born over the last 10 years or so they'll they'll never know a world that there wasn't a World Wide Web and there is, wasn't an internet and there wasn't apps. This is what's going to happen with uh, what's called blockchain technology, the, uh, the technology that underpins how cryptocurrencies work. And the technology is so revolutionary uh, that it is going to disrupt most verticals. You know the way that we do most things today—not only the way that we do transactions, you know, financial transactions—but the way we manage all contracts, um, anything that requires a a ledger, a record, documentation. It's it's going to change everything, and um, you know we have yet to see the real boom take place. What we saw at the end of last year was just the first bit of hype, the first rumblings about this thing, uh, because people were looking at is, oh, I can make money if I buy this Bitcoin thing. But ultimately, that's not what it's about.
0: So you talk about blockchain and the technology, and I I actually did take a little peek onto YouTube and ended up spending about an hour watching videos Mm -hmm. on blockchain, because that seems to be... As you said, that's the underpinning of this entire movement, isn't it? And it's it's not just cryptocurrency that this is being used for, which is kind of what you're alluding to. Could you kind of expand on that a little?
2: Yeah, you know, uh, I'm a big fan of Don Tapscott. Don gave a a great TED talk that I recommend. I mean, anybody go check out about how blockchain is going to change the world. He wrote a book with his brother Alex called The Blockchain Revolution. And the way he puts it is that blockchain is an incorruptible digital ledger of economic transactions that can be programmed to record not just financial transactions, but virtually Everything else. And essentially, if you think of a transaction taking place, um, when let's say some Bitcoin is sent from me to you, it goes out onto the Internet. And different computers on the internet are doing a very complex mathematical calculation to validate that this transaction is legitimate. And in order for a transaction to be legitimized, it needs to be validated by a number of different computers that nobody knows who they, which computers are validating at any one time. So it's distributed, it's decentralized. And once it's been validated by a certain number of uh, nodes on the network, it then goes into the blockchain. It's a permanent um, uh, entry on this digital ledger that is uh, irreversible, that is indisputable, and that is public, that anybody can see at any time. So, you know, now the the Bitcoin blockchain has existed since 2011, and you can actually go back through to see every single transaction that's taken place all the way back to transaction number one. And so the fact that we now have a way to create a ledger that is without error, and that is indisputable and that works can change how you know think when we when we deal with banks We keep a ledger and they keep a ledger. And if there's a dispute of the accuracy of, you know, a check that was written or some billing, you've got to go through human beings. And then you have, you know, sometimes it goes to court cases and escalated disputes. But with uh, blockchain, there's no room for dispute because the validated transactions uh, are, are immutable. It's it, it just works in a way that our current system of transactions don't. Is that confusing? I I keep trying to find ways to explain it in you know in common language um, that I would understand.
0: No, I think I think it's 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 clear. I mean, it, it, it comes to some questions, of course, you know uh you know how will governments react to cryptocurrency mm-hmm. because it is decentralized and you know and the, and those types of questions let's do this i can see we're up against the break uh let's take a quick break and then when we come back maybe you could answer some questions about how to invest in cryptocurrency the value how the value is determined is something that's interesting to me and then also getting back to the government how will the government react because goodness knows they like to centralize things (laughs) and uh, we can sure see from the other side how nice it would be to be decentralized. So we'll do that and more right after the break. More affiliate buzz coming up after we hear from our sponsors. The Web Marketing
1: Association is now accepting entries for the 2018 International Web Award Competition. Web Marketing Award winners receive an image plaque, certificate of achievement, higher visibility for your company, valuable feedback from our expert judges, and links to your site from the highly-ranked Web Award site. Visit www.webaward.org to nominate your company, site, or organization. Deadline for entries is May thirty first, 2018. Go to www.webaward.org and sign up today.
2: start your search
0: engine, and your servers into overdrive it's webmasterradio.fm steering you into the winner's circle webmasterradio.fm we're everywhere time now to hear some more affiliate buzz here's james and arlene Arlene is away today, however, I'm here with Joel Kahn, New York Times bestselling author and host
2: I want of the Arlene. Bad crypto bring, bring Crypto Podcast. <laughs> uh, it's Arlene. Uh, she's
0: actually you. here, but uh, she's down the other end of the house on a project. So she uh, says, James, and it's funny that you mention that because she's actually been you know, away so much lately. I've had the question a couple of times, is she real? Like who is Arlene <laughs> for the new listeners, and you can help me with that, Joel. She's real.
2: She's real. I've I've met her. Yeah.
0: So let's let's jump into this. Uh, let's talk about the government first because yeah. this is an interesting thing. We're watching what's going on with Facebook right now, and they're getting their royal wrists slapped, and uh, you know for for reasons that you know they probably. They made some mistakes. Let's just let's cut them some slack.
2: Yeah, for, for doing exactly what we knew they were doing and what they told us they were doing all along, basically. Totally.
0: Totally. So, But you know government, and they can blow this into, and you get the media behind it, and all of a sudden it's a two-week story, and it's going to be a problem for Facebook for a while. Sure. So with, with, with cryptocurrency and the, this idea of decentralization of money, like if a, of a new, not yeah, not to mention a new type of money that they're not really involved in. How do you think they're going to react to this, or well, what, the, do you, I-
2: what do you think? Different governments are reacting differently, but you know, in the U.S., uh, again, Bitcoin's been around since 2011, and you know, at first, nobody paid any attention. But now that there's some real money behind it, I mean, the cryptocurrency market cap is about 250 billion dollars today, which sounds like a lot of money. But you know, there's 84 trillion dollars, like in the world money supply, or something ridiculous like that. So it's really a, a drop in the bucket. Um, there are certain segments that would like to regulate. I think they're more concerned about alternative coins than they are Bitcoin as far as more uh, looming regulation goes. And that is companies have found a way to go public without selling stock. And they're doing it through what they call initial coin offerings, ICOs instead of IPOs. And these ICOs have really helped some of these companies make uh, raise a lot of money, tens, sometimes hundreds of millions of dollars to, uh, to fund their token or crypto-based company. And some of them are scams. Uh, Many of them, you know, are attempting to do something legitimate and they found a way to raise money legitimacy and some of them have been questionable and some of them are being examined by the Securities and Exchange Commission. And so I think the first measures that we're going to see coming out of the United States uh, legislative branch are going to be regarding uh, these ICOs.
0: Which, which actually leads me to another question that uh, I don't even have on my list. And I, I actually published something on, on my Facebook page asking the question, why does it feel like some of this cryptocurrency is starting to feel like the old yucky MLM? Because I'm being attempted to be recruited three, four, five times a week by people that are just kind of into my messenger or they're coming at me in various ways. Hey, have you heard about this? And I'm like, I don't even know you.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So, well, there's a couple. There's a couple of them that actually are network marketing based. Uh, one of them is called BitConnect, and uh, you know it, it was totally a pyramid scheme, and many believed a scam. Uh, and they actually went from a crypto market. Uh, I don't remember what the cap was, but a price per BitConnect. Coin reached as high as about four hundred and thirty dollars. Well, a couple states said what you're doing is uh, illegal, and you have to shut it down. Basically, they ended up shutting down the whole thing. And today, one BitConnect is worth about a buck and a quarter. So a lot of people lost a lot of money. Um, they they fell into it just like some fall into you know some other network marketing scams. Not that certainly they're not all scams, but there's. Yep it is a, a a fertile soil for scams. and and so uh, crypto can be anywhere that there's opportunities to make money, there's opportunities for uh, for scams that take place. And so there are a handful, and it's a small number. That are seeking to build a multi-level approach to crypto, um, whether they're legitimate or not in terms of legal or what, or even the people behind it. I can't comment on any one specific, but uh, most of the the cryptos that are out there, most of the tokens and currencies that are attempting to hit the space, don't require you to recruit, you know, your friends, neighbors, or strangers.
0: Okay. So I want to get into how to buy and how to invest in crypto and get your advice on that. But before we do that, how do we accept it? Like, how do we? You say it's a digital currency, and I I get that. And of course, we sell things online, and and we're in the affiliate marketing space. And I have to think that merchants are, and in fact, fact I've come across a few that actually accept uh, Bitcoin. Right. Uh, How 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 do you? Let's say you're a merchant online. How do you accept?
2: Well, you know, just like you have an email address and somebody can send an email to you, you open a wallet and you have a Bitcoin address and it's a long 30 character hexadecimal string. You want, you're not going to memorize it, you know, like zero X three, lowercase E, uppercase G five, like that. Um, and, and so what we, what you do is you open an online wallet. And now I am not a financial advisor, so I don't make any financial recommendations, but I personally, have used Coinbase, coinbase coinbase.com, to, um, to tra- do some of my transactions through Coinbase, you can transact in four of the more popular cryptocurrencies, the- that being Bitcoin, Ethereum, Litecoin, and uh, Bitcoin Cash. And uh, you basically open up an account and validate that you are who you say you are. And then you can deposit um, you know, U.S. dollars into your account. And with that, you can buy on the exchange at the, uh, the going rate. And it's, uh, you know, it's kind of, uh, Coinbase is kind of like the... The tricycle, you know, the easy getting started with crypto. But we're starting to see some more tools and apps that are going to make it simpler because you can only buy four different currencies on that exchange. But there's other exchanges such as uh, Poloniex and Bitrix and Binance that list hundreds of these alternative cryptocurrencies that you can uh, purchase on. Uh, and so it gets a little more complicated the further you go down the rabbit hole. And it's kind of reminiscent for me, James, of what the World Wide Web was like before the Netscape browser right netscape was the watershed moment that took us from 10 million people that were surfing the web to hundreds of millions because they had a tool that made it easy to use and one of the barriers with crypto right now is that ease of use you know i i don't know how my visa works when i slip the little chip thing into the card reader i just know that it does and that's where we need to get with cryptocurrency and we will get and just like you know the web and mobile apps and transacting and buying on amazon and all these things are second nature to us now 10 years from now uh i would say it's not going to be 20 years 10 years from now it will be just as common to transact in crypto in a way that is extremely user-friendly and we don't even think about it it's just it's just happening
0: now i'm here with joel calm new york times best-selling author and host of the bad crypto podcast when we get back i'm going to ask joel to talk about uh how the value of cryptocurrency is determined. And we will get into how to buy cryptocurrency and talk a little bit about investing. All right, we'll do that and more right after the break. More affiliate buzz coming up after we hear from our sponsors.
1: Webmasterradio.fm is the destination for education, entertainment, and engagement. There are those who dedicate themselves to a sense of honor, to a life of courage, and a commitment to something greater than themselves. They have always defended this nation and each other. They still do. The few. The proud. The Marines.
0: Webmasterradio.fm Get addicted. Get ahead. Time now to hear some more affiliate buzz. Here's James and Arlene. Arlene is away today. However, I'm here with Joel Kahn, New York Times bestselling author and host of the Bad Crypto Podcast. Now, Joel, how do they determine like the value of each one of these cryptocurrencies?
2: Well, you know, it's like anything else in this world. Nothing has any value except that we attribute that value to it, right? Uh, you know, the the thing the problem with money as we know it, and we're and specifically we're talking about fiat money, dollar bills, uh, euros, pounds, whatever you have, paper currency, is that the governments of the world print as much of that as they want. There's not a a limited supply. They can say, hey, let's roll out a couple trillion more dollars via hundreds and 20s and put them into the economy. But with cryptocurrency, there is a set amount that is available. In the case of Bitcoin, there will only ever be in existence. So the laws of supply and demand really kick in here. It's kind of, you know, there's a limited supply of gold, uh, precious metals in the world. Now we haven't discovered it all, but you know, we we know how much is in circulation and how much is, you know, available and so laws of supply and demand ba- are based on certain scarcity of any asset. So Bitcoin is scarce and that there's ever going to be 21 million and you can't you can't can't make more. It's not built into the code. The code that is created for this digital currency, it's kind of like digital gold. It's finite. And so as the perceived value of uh, a digital currency goes up, the value uh, of what people will be willing to pay for one of those or any fractional amount of it increases as well.
0: Where do you buy it? Well, one place is, is that back to the base. Uh, yeah,
2: you know, so one place, and I could actually, uh, if you don't mind an affiliate link, this being uh, you know an affiliate podcast, not at um, all. Coinbase dot um, com is uh, the site where you can get started. But if you want to get ten dollars in free Bitcoin, they'll give us ten dollars as well when you make a hundred dollar investment in any of the coins. Go to our short link, which is badco dot I N it's like bad coin, but with a dot in there, bad code dot I N forward slash Coinbase And that will take you there. And that way, when you, uh, when you make your first purchase of Bitcoin or Ethereum or Litecoin, they'll give you $10 in, in free Bitcoin. And, uh, we get $10 too. And I say we, because, uh, you're announcing that I'm the host of the bad crypto podcast, but I'm actually co-host my, uh, my friend and partner, Travis Wright, who is a leading marketing technologist is, uh, my co-host on the show. And, uh, together we are the blockchain blockheads. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Good one. <laughs> uh, so let, let, let's talk about the investing side. Now, of course, there's some people that probably just did extremely well with that little bump or major bump with uh, Bitcoin. And I'm sure, and I, I've actually seen this probably settled back down to normal now. Uh, but investing is, is obviously a real possibility here in Mm -hmm. the various currencies. How do you even begin to figure out where you should be looking to
2: invest? Uh, well, so we, we don't make investment advice, but there's a lot of content out there. You know, I kind of, there's some good YouTubers that are out there, but you have to be careful because people have vested interests and just like in, um, stock. And even penny stocks. There are those that will seek to pump up a company or a coin um, for their own self gain. So, like any other investment, you should always do your own research. Know what it is that you're buying. And, you know, we do one show a week called an ICO Spotlight, where we feature, it's a sponsored show. We feature companies that we have um, vetted to the degree that we're comfortable with bringing them on the show. And we interview them and we ask them about their team, we ask them about their technology. We ask them about their token. We ask them about their timeline. Lots of T's here, right? We ask them all these things to just like you would in investing in any company. What are you doing? How are you doing it? Who's behind it? Um, You know, what experience do you have? And there's plenty of places online to do that besides the company's own site and their white paper. There's usually, you know, a Reddit for the the company. Often you're going to find a Telegram or a Discord where you can go and ask questions or a Medium blog, Uh, but you should always do your own research, understand what you're investing in, consult, you know, others in the community or a registered financial advisor to ask for advice. And, you know, the golden rule of investing is never invest more than you can afford to lose should uh, your investment go to zero, because that can happen at any time with any investment.
0: What would you say, uh, tell us about, yeah, I can see I'm just looking at the clock here. We're coming up against it. We got about uh, two minutes left. Do us a favor. Tell us about your show. Tell us about the Bad Crypto
2: podcast. Yeah, Bad Crypto. We're called Bad Crypto because when Travis and I started the show in July of 2017, we didn't really know a lot, but we knew we were fascinated. And he and I had been talking about blockchain and crypto in our personal conversations. And both being professional broadcasters and podcasters, we thought this could be fun to take these conversations public. And so we started the show and it came along at a time uh, where most of the content that was out there was over people's heads, and what Travis and I have the ability to do is to make seemingly complex subject matter easy to understand. And so, the show is uh, is part information and part entertainment. We have a good time, we laugh a lot, we make bad dad jokes, and sometimes we break out into song. Um, and we are up to uh, episode one hundred and eight, I believe, and it's uh, now one of the top rated shows uh, on crypto. That's a
0: and you'd mentioned uh that the audience seems to fluctuate
2: with the currencies <laughs> it does when bitcoin and cryptos are up more people are you know excited and want to listen when it's down they're like oh i'm losing money i don't want to hear that but we keep it light and and fun regardless and we interview you know people uh movers and shakers in the blockchain space we just had john mcafee on a couple weeks ago and that was something hmm. <laughs>
0: And uh, you you'd mentioned it, uh, you know, the peak so far, I say so far, because it sounds like you're just getting started. Uh, seven hundred thousand downloads in a month,
2: yeah, in january it was it was something,
0: yeah, that's awesome. And I'd love to get you on podcasting Mastery to talk about the intricacies. Of I would that. love to, yeah. Now let's. Uh, I can see we are out of time. Any final thoughts? Share that uh, affiliate link one more time, and then we will say goodbye.
2: Um, For to get started and get some free Bitcoin, badcode.in forward slash Coinbase and uh, badcryptoPodcast.com is our show link. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, and all the places that you like to put uh, podcasts in your ears.
0: You bet. You bet. Joel, thanks so much for joining us today. I look forward to uh, having you on again in the future.
2: You bet. Take care, James.
0: Now, I can see we are out of time. Keep in mind that if there is something here that Jewel mentioned today that you missed or would like to review, and he did cover a ton of ground, we do take all the show notes for you. And you'll find them for this particular episode at jamesmartel.com forward slash AB 496. And a reminder that if you'd like to be alerted each week to new episodes, I invite you to subscribe to the Affiliate Buzz by taking... 9.2 9.2 seconds right now open up an email and send a blank email to affiliate underscore buzz at aweber.com joel thanks again and to our listeners thanks for joining us for another edition of the affiliate buzz
1: the opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts